What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Daily Fitness Education. My name's Kyle, uh, your host, a personal trainer in the online trenches each and every single day. As of lately, um, you know, clients are coming in like crazy, which is awesome. Super busy and super uh, excited to be able to serve the online population uh, in the best possible ways. I was thinking that it would be a little bit more limited, um, but I'm innovating and creating lots of different opportunities and ways in which I can see people's bodies function um, and and work quite well via the online platform. Um, that being said, I, I just had a session with Francine, one of my longtime uh, clients who's just melted away. She's lost tons of weight. I think she's up to about 45 pounds now in uh, in the past. I don't know. I have to like go over and see how long it's been, but she's lost a very healthy, effective uh, rate of weight loss, um, which we'll talk about as we dive into this one. Um, but the main emphasis of our session today was presence and to love where you're at. Uh, and I'm going to tell you why that is, um, you know, for emotional well-being on the other side of this intro. Good morning, everyone. My name is Kyle Roche, and this is the Daily Fitness Education, the podcast designed to highlight how anyone can become successful in any endeavor at all in life. Learning every day. I'll discuss something that I've learned in the past, something I may have learned that day, or something that I'm about to learn. Through books, mentors, courses, formal education, colleagues, and practical steps with clients, you can listen along through the lens of a personal trainer and the healthy enthusiasts around me and learn from my trials and tribulations as to how to achieve the intangible habits to pursue your own future in fitness. Alrighty, Endgame Addicts. So what were we talking about today with Francine? She was um, getting really excited um, because the doctors who have been guiding her um, before she'd met me, um, I'm not saying I can own all the success. She's very self-motivated. I've just been guiding her. Um, but uh, we're saying that you were never going to be able to lose weight and you, um, you know, you're never going to be able to improve your memory and a lot of these different things are, you know, broken. Um, she's unable to fully recover. Um, yet, since I've been working with her uh, and just consistently problem solving, um, not taking any one person's opinion, but continuing to find more and more opinions, we found some pretty interesting stuff. So um, not believing what you're told is pretty helpful. Um, she was having, she had a catheter um, and still does, but for a very short window there, she had another catheter. Um, uh, she didn't have a catheter, which is basically a bag that holds your pee, right? Um, because she had a brain injury called encephalitis um, as a response to getting a gastric bypass. Now, the tough part about getting a gastric bypass, just so you're aware, is that you don't actually change the neurology of someone. You don't change their habits. You don't change their brain. You only change the size of their stomach. And the real and the reason why a gastric bypass doesn't necessarily always work is because people um, get the gastric bypass, but they don't change their habits. They still overeat. They stretch their stomach out, or they eat a lot of unhealthy food, or don't eat enough food at all, um, and then it becomes uh, an issue long term, anyways. So the best possible solution is always the hardest the hardest one, which is work over time, change your habits, own your life, learn about responsibility, focus on discipline. 
and you know develop the mindset, develop the mental frameworks that are going to help you. It's not any one, right? If you've listened to this podcast, you've heard me preach about a lot of different mental frameworks, hopefully, because that's the purpose of this podcast. I have a ton of other products that talk about uh, other things. The point of this podcast is to continue to sharpen your lens, to continue to sharpen my lens, to keep me focused on things that are relevant. You would not believe the kind of service that this podcast serves me in doing it for you. So the lesson uh, for Fancy today was she often would get on the scale when we were working at the the club I used to work for that's currently being held because of this global pandemic, coronavirus. Um, she would often step on the scale and be like, oh, no, I didn't lose weight or, oh, I lost I lost weight. And it would, it would change her emotion and be like happy or sad. And while you can celebrate the victories, I would highly suggest it's important to not get hung up on them. You might be able to sit with something for a day, but it, let's say you fail an exam. This does not mean that you are a failure. It means you have failed a, an opportunity. It does not mean you will fail every opportunity. So when a lot of people like try to gain muscle and they're like, oh, you know, I've been working out and uh, I'm not able to gain muscle. And it's like, um, no, that is not the truth. How you've been going about trying to gain muscle or lose weight has not been working for you. It might be yet because your metabolism has not had enough time to adjust and change. Or it might be that you simply have just not been persistent and stuck with it long enough yet. Okay, these are important metrics and important things to observe and consider. How often and how long have you been at your grind for? Because to build muscle and to change and to uh, lose weight, you need A, your metabolism to shift so your body gets more uh, capable uh, and has more insulin sensitivity in, in losing weight. And there's a whole different you know, world of metabolic uh, enzymatic reactions and things that change as you change your diet and lifestyle. But if you're trying to gain muscle, you might not have the neural drive and the neural capacity to gain muscle because you're not strong enough to lift the weights that's required to give you awesome aesthetic changes. So we all play and have this belief that there's going to be some quick fix like the, you know, the program that I'm going to put you on, which you can purchase, um, you know, is going to make you fit in three months. It will improve your fitness over three months. And then the three months after that, it's going to improve your fitness again. And it's going to improve your fitness again after that if you were to follow it for another three months because it's designed to do that, improve your future in fitness consistently over time. And that's all I've ever done for myself and every single person I've worked with. I've just added deposits to their health account. The people who are in great shape have great habits. They're not perfect people, okay? So, and why this is relevant is because the lesson of the, the day with Francine was um, something that I'm going to read to you from a book called The Wayfinders, which is um, the story of basically the ancient Amazon and different tribes in Africa um, and different tribes in South America and um, National uh, Geographic Explorer in residence, Wade Davis, um, had wrote and written this book about what had happened and, and collected information. Um, but he wrote in this book, Buddhists spend their time getting prepared for a moment that we spend most of our times pretending, most of our lives pretending does not exist, which is death. We dwell in a whirlwind of activity, racing against time, defining success by measures of the material world, wealth, and achievements, credentials of one sort or another. This, to the Buddhists, is the essence of ignorance. 
They remind us that all life grows old and that all possessions decay. Every moment is precious, and we all have a choice to continue on the spinning carousel of delusion or to step off into a new realm of spiritual possibilities. They offer an alternative that is not a dogma, but a path, long and difficult, but in so many ways irresistible. Now, I'm not going to go into the whole spirituality of belief in reincarnation. Like, I'm just saying that focusing on the long and difficult path of least resistance or most resistance, let's say, um, will often serve you better. The road less traveled is the way you want to go, not the path of least resistance. Oftentimes, the sharpening that it takes to take on challenging things like do difficult workouts or um, read a book and start learning if you haven't uh, built the habit of learning because that's all it is, right? Like when I was in high school, like I was a mess. I'm still a mess. I'm not any better, worse, right, wrong, or indifferent. I believe that all humans are at a different point in their lives. That's why empathy is so massively important. But that being said, I have a habit of reading and learning. I wake up, the first thing I do is grab a book. Why? Because I built that habit. I did. I identified when I was 20 as, I don't read, man. Reading's dumb. It's actually quite the opposite. Reading is remarkable for your brain. Um, but it's a difficult and long path towards intellectual capacity, understanding new words, being able to read faster. Um, yes, if you're a slow reader, you do not always have to be a slow reader. I know this because I am still a slow reader, but I was a much, a, a much slower reader. Anyways, um, I, only, I can only speak for the things that I know. And um, I've been studying Buddhism and trying to live as a Buddhist for quite some time. I'm not saying that you have to be a Buddhist. Um, that's not what this is at all. But what I'm saying is that all life grows old and that all possessions decay. Every moment is precious. And we all have a choice to continue on the spinning carousel of delusion, which is your material outcomes, like having faster cars and um, a bigger ass, like whatever, whatever that looks like for you. Those things are not as relevant as what's currently happening, learning to stay present. While I care a ton about your goals, I care a ton about my goals. The goal is to learn how to live a day. It's to learn how to stay present and to find joy in your grind, right? Um, Ray Kroc, the McDonald's story that I'm reading about right now is called Grinding It Out. Right? What does that mean? I mean, if you want your life to be awesome, you got to work at it. The work is never finished. Stop. Well, now you can't really wish for, you know, Friday. Think about it. I mean, how often were you like, man, I just like, I can't wait for Friday to come. And now you're like, it's been a week and I'm going stir crazy. Like I have to do something. Um, I'm, I was on that fence for almost an entire week and I did lots of stuff because I couldn't sit around. I know what it's like. It's depressing when you sit around for too long. So Let's just let's just take a, a chapter out of you know the Wayfinders and Wade Davis here and say um, what I've said to Francine every time she celebrates a victory and also uh, you know gets grievances over a loss. I say, but Francine, don't worry about the weight loss. Love where you're at. Learn to live the day. Learn to love the grind. Learn to drink enough water each day. Learn to sleep enough each day. Seven to nine hours minimum. Very rare for human beings to be able to sleep as a genetic disorder under seven hours. And if you want to follow the YouTube science, you can do that. But if you want to follow the doctored science, um, suggestions are at least seven to nine, right? Um, 
and I've heard different stuff like Edison could sleep for two hours a night, bro. Um, I doubt it, right? Um, what we think we know and what's actually coming up in, in doctored science right now, um, it's pretty, pretty incredible stuff. So the whole point of this was to love where you're at, to find presence. And the last little bit of conversation is that anxiety, um, from an observation standpoint, does not live in the present, There can be anxiety in the present, but it's usually based on something that has happened in the past or in the future. Spiritual teachers suggest that anxiety is a construct of the mind. It's you getting freaked out about something that has happened in the past, something that you either made a mistake with or something that you're having in doubts in your mind. Anxiety can even be uh, spiked by a substance that you've put in your body in the past, right? Or... You're having anxiety about the overwhelming amount of work that you have to do in the future, okay? Once I've built my schedule, I don't spend a ton of time looking at it. I look at it briefly each day and I keep it with me as I'm going. I don't necessarily worry about how much longer I have to work, right? Um, If you're at work and you're focused on your work, the time flies by. But if you're at work, and you're staring at the clock. You remember what this was like in grade school? It was like molasses, just waiting, trying to get out of those classes. You were just bored out of your mind. At least I was. I wasn't, you know, very uh, emotionally engaged to a lot of my classes. I'm sure all people have felt this at some point. They're just staring at the clock like, please get me out of this mind-numbing place uh, because that's the, you're, you're thinking about the future. In the present, you can experience flow. That's the only place you can experience flow if you're fully engaged in something, okay? So the real takeaways for you today is love where you're at, um, which is presence. The Buddhist mentality of long and difficult stuff will make your life better. Learning to love the grind, learning to challenge persistence um, and determination and stay focused on your grind. We're in a chaotic time, but if you're really focused and you really care about your outcomes, you will do your best to improve your lifestyle and you should. Because you deserve that. You deserve to live an awesome life. Um, So outcomes for yourself is, you know, stay consistent. Um, If you've dropped a couple habits, pick them back up. You're not a failure if you've struggled with a little bit of consistency. Okay, Um, that's the law of life. All things come down to consistency. How consistent are you at service to yourself and others? And your life will be a direct uh, response from those things. Emotionally, uh, financially, um, and physically. So... Have yourselves a wonderful day. Learn to stay present. Anxiety cannot happen in the in the present. Look outside and stare at the sky and you'll realize that anxiety disappears. Don't think about anything. Just look at the clouds, look at the blue. Um, and that is the essence of Buddhism is just staying present. It really does, has nothing to do with becoming a butterfly, at least in my own opinion. Um, it's more or less just about staying as present as possible in your life and being there with others and yourself. Um, So I'll see you guys in 24 hours. Have a beautiful day. I love you all very much. uh, And I'd be happy to serve you tomorrow to help you improve your future in fitness. Remember, play the long game. Trust me, just play the long game. Um, Think about what your life will become if you continue to work on it and sharpen it. And I promise it will get better. Um, Have yourselves a wonderful day. Ciao for now. Talk to you about 24 hours. Peace.